Hello, hi. Welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. I think that is such a silly intro, but I'm keeping it for now. I'm Lizzie, I'm your host. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram alone. My Instagram is not so lazy Lizzie. L-I-Z-Z-I-E, not so lazy Lizzie on Instagram. That is the only social media platform you can find me on right now. Um, today's topic is something that I have gone back and forth about talking about for a couple of reasons. Um, first, because I didn't know if I could find fill enough time with it. Second of all, I, first and foremost, I don't want to offend or hurt anyone at all for any reason. Um, But I ended up deciding this is my story, it's my voice, it's my opinion, and this is my journey. And I am not saying you should or shouldn't, I'm not giving any advice, I'm gonna share my story with my vegan journey that I went on. If you hear noise in the background, my youngest is up and playing right now. I'm gonna try to make sure she's not too loud, but you'll probably hear little sound bits of her. Um, I'm a mom, gotta roll with it. So yeah, today I'm gonna talk about my vegan journey. I went on, I would consider a rather extensive vegan journey with ups and downs and backs backs and forths. Um, And I just wanna take a minute to talk about it. I do wanna add a disclaimer right here that I will be talking about specific um, people, but specific YouTubers, I guess I would I would namely say specifically. And I am not saying that my opinion is right. I'm not saying that it is truth. I'm saying that this was my experience. I do not know these people personally. I will not weigh in on their personal character, their moral character, or whatever. Um, I'm going to state my opinion. And that's totally okay if you disagree with it. If you've had a different experience... That's great, that's awesome, but I just wanna throw this disclaimer in here that I in no way, shape, or form think that what I'm saying is fact or truth. It's just an experience. Disclaimer mentioned, let's move forward. So let's jump into it. That was a rather long intro. Um, I first, I mean, I knew what veganism was like kind of before I really opened up my mind to it. I definitely grew up in a very meat, eggs, dairy heavy home. I mean, I was somebody that, I mean, said over and over again, I could never be vegan, I can't live without bacon, you know, yada, yada. Uh, I was I was one of those, for sure. And then I would say, what was I, probably 19, um, I would just, I was in college and I just stumbled over, uh, free at the time, Freely the Banana Girls YouTube, Um, I think her name still is Freely on YouTube, but I know she's kind of changed a lot over the years, but I found her when she was promoting the large smoothies, fruit intense diet, all of that sort of thing. Um, And I remember, sorry, this might not be as smooth because I am just pulling from my memory here. This might not be as smooth as maybe some of my other podcasts. Um... But yeah, so I was watching her, some of her videos where she reviews basically other YouTubers' diets and basically just kind of trashes them for consuming um, animal products. And I thought that this was really interesting. I thought that I had no idea that animal products were bad for you or bad for the planet or any of these sort of, you know, narratives that 
that a lot of us, I mean, know now or know more information about at least. And so I think I watched, what documentaries did I watch? I watched Cowspiracy. I watched a couple others. And I just kind of fell in love with this idea of like, I don't want to cause I don't want to cause harm to animals. I have found the perfect diet fix. They're saying that, you know, you will be thin eating this lifestyle. It's easy. Um, you just cut out. I mean, you cut out a ton of junk food by default because it contains animal products. So basically, I watched enough of her. It was probably like a week of watching her YouTube videos. And I was like, I mean, she had me hook, line, and sinker. And I'm not saying she's a bad human being. There are so, she is such a polarizing figure, in my opinion, on YouTube. Not so much anymore. I think the gig is kind of up a little bit. I think a lot of us um, kind of eventually have pushed back against this extreme narrative of, of any diet, really. Any sort of extreme fad is, is not healthy. Um, it's not balanced. It's not intuitive. That's my opinion on it. Um, but I really bought into kind of this intense, like, you need to be vegan. I mean, the animals are suffering. This, the pollution, all of the issues, all of the, the, uh, the you know, ethical, moral, environmental reasons that people become vegan. I bought into it. I was like, yes, let's go. And so I went to the store. I bought my spinach. I got my bananas. And I started being vegan and I was vegan really this high carb high fruit diet that type of veganism for probably doo, 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 five months I want to say the first time maybe it was less than that maybe it was three months the first time it was a fairly short amount of time in the end um, and then I I don't even remember why I stopped being vegan I think that it I felt too restricted and I I probably, I think I had a hamburger was like one of my first, I think I, it was a McDonald's, probably a McDouble. I love those. Um, that I was like, okay, I guess I'm not vegan right now. And I felt so much shame and so much guilt about it. I felt just this intense failure. I, I failed. I didn't, I didn't lose the weight. I'm killing the animals, but I just kind of like ignored the fact that I felt that way because I, I did what I needed in the moment and I stopped being vegan. Flash forward probably another four months. I think through the holidays, I, I also wasn't vegan. So I think it was that next January. And this next time I kind of, I, I found a different YouTuber. Um, and, and I may have even found her earlier on. Oh my gosh, this is the worst story. This is horrible. I'm so sorry. So flash forward, this is probably the middle of January now, and I had found High Carb Hannah on YouTube, and I really liked her. I still really like her. I do. And I know there's differing opinions on her, on her lifestyle, her diet, her whatever. Okay, fine. I really enjoyed her. I still really enjoy her. I still check out her videos somewhat often. I think she's a really kind, positive, uplifting person. I think that she has her own struggles. I think she's trying to figure out her own way through diet culture, her own way through her disordered eating that she's talked about or, or struggle with, with her relationship with food um, in her relationship with alcohol and marijuana and her past lifestyle and money. I think she just encapsulates trying to figure it out. And I think that's awesome. And I really bought into the, the her style of eating of the high carb, low fat, 
you know, different phases of SOS free, which is salt, oil, sugar free, if you don't know. And I started being vegan again. And at the same time, I had a roommate who was devout, a a devout vegan. I think at that point she had been vegan for years and she was this amazing vegan cook. I mean, she's a, she's a great cook in general, um, but she was really good at making really yummy vegan food and living with her and seeing, and she exposed me to really delicious, wonderful plant-based foods in a plant-based lifestyle that was sustainable, felt sustainable. And I was vegan for two years, um, from that time that I chose to be vegan. And I, I loved it for a really long time. It really, there was a period of time where it really helped me organize my life. It made life simple. It made grocery shopping simple. I mean, I basically ate potatoes, legumes, fruits, vegetables. I mean, that was it. I, and a lot of potatoes. I really was on the potato train. Um, I would basically eat the same thing every single day. Sorry, that was my dog. And I loved it. And I did lose weight. I did. It was slow and it was subtle, but I did. And I, you know, obviously I attribute a lot of that to I just was eating like no sugar, no processed foods, no fast food. I really was eating very, quote, clean, which in my opinion is fine and dandy. If someone wants to live that lifestyle, that's great. Go for it. If it feels sustainable and right and wonderful to you, that's great. And it, and it felt that way to me for a long time. And I loved the fact that I felt like I was making a positive difference for the animals because I think that, that there is value in that. I think a more plant-based diet is better for the earth. I think it's better for the environment. I think it's better for our world. And I think that we as a society are moving that direction. Absolutely. But then, flash forward... It was like right before I had been vegan for two years and my life had changed tremendously. I got married. I have kids. My life is just crazy. And I was purchasing vegan food for my wife and I, and I was purchasing non-vegan food for other people that lived in our home. And it became very complicated. It became very difficult. And I began to feel like cravings for animal products because they were in our house they were right in front of me and I will be honest the thing that really pushed it over the edge for me was we brought bacon into our home and I started smelling it and I was like I I, at one point it became virtually all I could think about and I started thinking is it really so bad to consume animal products is it really so bad if it's consuming all of me if this is all I could think about is like veganism and non-veganism, am I really living a healthy lifestyle? Am I really being healthy if I'm being so restrictive and so I'm experiencing so much shame? And I feel like this is really vulnerable putting this all out there because there is so many militant vegans out there and there are so many non-militant vegans and wonderful vegans and so many people with opinions and I could be wrong and my experience could be wrong or bad or I should have, you know, I had those thoughts of like, I just need to try harder. I need to work harder. I need to care about the animals more. But when it really came down to it and I look at my life, I have a history of restrictive and disordered eating and I've watched people in my family 
struggle with disordered eating behaviors for years. I mean, that's been my basically my only and main example of food consumption and how can I sustainably and intuitively restrict? I don't know that I can. And I had to come to terms with that. And I stopped being a vegan because I was restricting myself too much. It was becoming too intense, too shameful, too triggering in all honesty. And as much as I cared, cared, I still care about animals. I still don't like the pain and the suffering and it sucks. But I do engage in animal eating animals. I do. And I just couldn't be that restrictive. And I know I'm not alone. I know that I'm not the only one. And I just, I guess the reason that I really felt like I did need to tell this story, I did need to at least put it out there, even if this is a shit podcast and it doesn't sound very good and it's not put together very well, is just to say like, you're not alone. And it's okay if you can't maintain a vegan diet. It's okay. You're not a bad person. It's all right. Point, I mean, to me, it's that, it's that simple. It wasn't that simple. I really wrestled with it. It consumed me. I went back and forth for months before I really was like, okay, I can't maintain this lifestyle. But you're not alone. There are others. And do your best. Like if all you can do is be vegetarian, but you need other things in your diet that are not vegetarian or that are, that are, that are not fully vegan, but are vegetarian, like do that. If you can only do one plant-based meal a week like or day a week, then do that. Do what you can and do what feels right. And that's, that's all you can do. There are definitely still times where I consider trying to transition back into veganism because I did and I did make quote healthier food choices because that's what was most available. And I loved that that made it easier for me in the moment to make those choices. But the reality is, as I personally was using veganism as a way to make it easier to restrict instead of, you know, having to say no to a McDonald's, whatever, I, my brain would say, oh, you can't have that because there's animal products in it and we don't consume animal products. So it made it really easy for me at the time to cut out all of these foods that I would binge on and really struggle with and had a hard time not over consuming and, you know, eating to the point of, of not feeling good. I cut out so many of those difficult foods that it was easier to lose weight. It was easier to seek thinness and feel not better than, but almost like superior that I did have the self-control that I had been yearning for for so many years. I was going to be that thin whatever that I saw on Instagram or whatever. And I finally was going to be like a health guru. All of those dreams started to feel like they were coming true, but I didn't realize that I was paying the price of restriction that slowly inside me, this building desire for these foods was building and building of just all of these. I mean, I'm trying to think of the foods that I like regular pizza, bacon, McDonald's, quesadillas, like all of these foods 
this like desire was building for them. And once I stopped being vegan, it's like the floodgates just unleashed. It's like I was not using a very healthy coping mechanism to deal with these these food desires. So when I stopped using that coping mechanism, which already didn't work very well, like my intuitive like dial was so off that it's base and then I was still so wrapped up in diet culture, I jumped right into keto. I basically was like vegan, uh, ate whatever I want for two days, boom, I was keto, which is virtually the opposite, in my opinion, of veganism. Like it's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of different opinions of what keto is. The way I did it was basically like meat, vegetables, like low-carb vegetables and like eggs, uh, which was so... I mean, for me, I had a lot of eggs, a lot of meat, a lot of dairy, and it was horrible. I mean, it sent me in this spiral of like diet, not diet, diet, not diet. Should I be vegan? Should I be this? And all of these questions, because the reality is, is I hadn't actually dealt with my issues with food. I never, I always just picked something to cover it up with. And I've, I feel like I've tried every diet under the sun. I've done the flat belly diet. I've done the Mediterranean diet. I've done Atkins. I've done like just the traditional, like you go to the gym and you eat chicken and green beans or whatever and brown rice. Like I've tried it all in my, obviously not all, but I've tried so much of it that when I finally, I would say like hit diet rock bottom, I realized like all of these things were just covering up the real issues of like I had made food and not just like me, but society had helped me make food into a moral issue. And that I was good or bad based on the foods that I was consuming. And that's when I had to make the decision in life that I would no longer um, restrict. That all foods would be legal, so to speak. All foods are on the table. All foods are an option all of the time. And that has been really the only way that I have started to heal from all of this damage that I've done to my body, to my relationship with food, to my metabolism, like all of it. And I've had to do a lot of work. And will I ever be vegan again? Probably not. Will I get to a place where I can incorporate a mostly plant-based lifestyle? I'd love to believe so. I really think it's important. I think consuming less animal products is is important. And I do think it's the way that our society is probably moving. Um, and I don't think it's bad. I don't think veganism is bad. I think what matters, and I guess what I'm trying to say is... I think the, your why, the reason you're doing it, plays a huge role in whatever you're doing, like in all of life. So if you're using veganism, keto, ins, insert any form of restriction to cover up the dis, like disordered eating behaviors, and that's not that is different from an eating disorder. An eating disorder, you have a diagnosed eating disorder, um, but you can engage in disordered eating behaviors sorry hold on do 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 hi baby it's okay hi and so yeah you can you can engage in disordered eating behaviors and maybe not have an eating disorder so it's really important to explore and evaluate why am i doing what i'm doing is my goal just to lose weight if that's your only goal I'm sorry, but the reality is probably not going to be very sustainable and probably not going to be successful in 
the ways that are actually healthy, actually beneficial, and actually long-term benefits. Like, we are not put on this planet to lose weight, be skinny, and die. Like, I just can't believe that. That can't be it. Like, I genuinely, truly believe that the diet industry, this multi-billion dollar industry, is, like, society tries to get us to eat everything under the sun because they push it in our face and then gets us to buy into all of these, quote, diets that are going to make us lose the weight, but we know statistically you're likely to gain it back. So it's this constant, like, (laughs) money grab, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, my mind is exploding. But, and I already know this, like, these food industries get you to spend your money on all of this food, right? Like, fast food, restaurants, whatever. And you eat, 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 and... As a kid, you know, we look at Kerbo, right? They're teaching kids to not be able to pay attention to their own internal regulators. So then they eat past the point of being full. They eat, 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 whatever, have emotional distress issues, dependency on food, whatever, gain a bunch of weight. But society, we're so obsessed with being thin and skinny and only eating air or whatever, then they get you to pay for this diet. Yeah, do, 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 you be successful, you have to have enough discipline, you lose the weight, right? And it's this constant back and forth. And at the end of the day, you're still left upset, unhappy, unhealthy, and giving your money away to billionaires. I mean, in my opinion, that's what's going on. And I could be, that's totally like a conspiracy theory or whatever, but it makes sense to me. And this is like a huge problem. This is such an issue that like, This is what we as all as a society are dealing with. Like that, if we all diet and then gain it back, like if that's a societal thing, like dieting cannot be the answer. It just can't be. And so for me, like the biggest diet I ever engaged in was veganism. It just was. And I know it's not that way for everybody. And I know that's not everybody's story, but that's mine. That's my experience. And I wish that I could have been somebody who did veganism very intuitively and successfully and it could be a lifelong lifestyle for me but it's not and that's my truth that's my reality and that's what I'm sticking with and I hope that you feel free to explore your own reality your own truth your own journey and I hope that you're able to come to a place where you love your body you love the body you're in you love the food you consume and you feel good about them and you don't feel like you need to restrict and you don't feel like you need to diet and you don't feel like you need to fit into this box that society is giving you that's not the right size, that's not the right fit, that's not you, that's not anybody. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's really it. So I guess before I keep rambling, we will sign it off here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can find me on Instagram, not so lazy Lizzie. Have not been posting a lot right now. Again, as I've stated so many times, my life is crazy, but this is important to me. It's something I want to keep doing, and I'm just going to do it to the best of my ability. And and that is what it is. Be happy. Be free. Love everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Signing off. Goodbye.